on last week's Irrevelations. So chapter 5. Deuteronomy 5. Mine titles it The Ten Commandments Reviewed. Oh, f- joy. Like Moses said, I'm the most humble motherfucker ever. It would be so nice if we lived in a society where people did steal, lie, cheat, murder, and uh, try to f*** oxen or whatever, you know? Basically do fun sh- I can't imagine a worse society to live in where, like, hey, did you hear uh, Jeremy got uh, has a cough? I'm like... <sighs> He's probably an adulterer. We should stone him. No, absolutely. Not a not a speck of thought for human life here. Can I point that out? They're just all thinking about how they're going to divvy up all the figs and milk and honey. Like. I'm going to eat so many olives. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to invent Greek salad as soon as I get in there. <laughs> Before we turn to the word... I can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed. I don't feel good about myself. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. Pray this simple prayer, Lord, speak to me. Every time we press that record button, it's like ripping out anal beads. <laughs> Satisfied or? No, it hurts a little bit and I'm about to shit all over everyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fun stuff. What was that article I sent you about the... Uh, anti-Pulse nightclub guy that just got caught fucking a kid. Um, Boom, I got it. Pastor Adkins' Twitter bio claims he is one of the most respected black conservative voices in America. Oh, Already no. you know something's off. Well, yeah, because Candace Owens is doing great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, immediately after the horrific attack at the Pulse nightclub in Orlando, Florida Pastor Adkins tweeted the following, Been through so much with these Jacksonville homosexuals that I don't see none of them as victims. I see them as getting what they deserve. Oof. Uh, Adkins, who had congregations in Atlanta, Jacksonville, and Brunswick, Georgia, was arrested late last summer on eight charges of child molestation and aggravated child molestation. <laughs> it's funny because him saying, I've been through so much with these Jacksonville homosexuals that I don't see them as victims. I feel like that's exactly what the shooter was saying. <laughs> I've been through so much, so many fun times. Uh, but goddamn. Uh, the rise and fall. What's crazy is that uh, probably at his height he was like, and I'm I'm glad those gays got shot, and now he's arrested for basically. Well, the people that scream years. loudest, crazy shit like that, are always always. always. They they have a fucking cemetery worth of skeletons. It, always. Again, it just kind of comes to like, how dumb are people? <laughs> like, uh, it makes me think that maybe you and I, deep down, are the biggest Christians <laughs> ever. <laughs> Oh man, I was reading about this guy because he just yeah just just everything all rolled up into one a perfect um a perfect Pride Month Christmas type deal you know like just a little a little present um the, that is actually the you're court right. found that Adkins yeah. exploited children by acting as a father figure and giving them gifts when in reality he was just grooming a teenage couple for sex oh. uh, he uh, the jury believed the teens were fifteen when Adkins was watching them have sex to make sure they were doing it correctly. And then eventually join him in the sexual acts. I think 
Well, at least that's not necessarily gay. What's weird is, uh, <laughs> I think this is going to be a theme that we kind of talk about, because I, I remember we were, we were talking about something else earlier, of um, not to blame the children, but what the fuck? Like, I, I don't know, when I was 16... Dude, come on. And I, when I was 16, if no, someone would be like, hey man, no, you mind if I no, watch no, you fuck? I'd be no, like, oh, well. Dope. Freezing cold <laughs> Like, it's still, not I, I get that you're talking about it being bundled into, like, a trusted authority figure, <laughs> and you got all this, I like, think here's this your, shit. Stop. But. Here's your punishment. For the rest of the year, you have to begin every sentence you say with, I don't mean to blame the children, but. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just the whole thing. It just made me think about that. Um, I, I know we briefly mentioned other, but there was another uh, priest or pastor in some other uh, church, uh, I think in, like, Montana or something. That was like, hey, I need to go on a private camp trip with all the fourteen-year-old virgin girls. They have to be virgins, of course, to go camping with me. And uh, well, yeah, he's read the yeah, Bible. I'm just gonna be out there with he them knows. alone, and then I'm gonna talk to them how, uh, you know, how important it is for them to see my penis. And I was like, yeah, that's a no-no. I think I, you know, I'm not fucking <laughs> stupid. They don't know though. You know, uh, and you're sitting here being like, when I was sixteen, dude, when you were okay, as someone who was involved in the church and at one point could have seen himself potentially becoming a youth pastor. <laughs> I wouldn't have put this dirty dick anywhere near your nasty fucking <laughs> chompers, dude. Hey, hey, you would have I was actually uh, approached. I don't know. I had. Wait, really? I didn't tell you the story. You were solicited, huh? Let's go. Uh, no, I don't no, let's know do it. it I, um, so I was in detention once, Ooh. and uh, I was the last person there, and because uh, I was the only person in detention because I suck, and uh, one of the teachers, like a teacher, came in. And was like on her like computer, and it was just me and her. And she was like, "Hey, Cole, do you see this?" And I was like, "What's all this?" And she's like, "You see this? Look at this article." And I was like, "What's it about?" She's like, "A teacher having sex with her students," and like looked right oh, me no. in the face. I was like, "Isn't that weird?" And I was like, "Yeah, it's very weird. I gotta go." And then I got the fuck out. Of it. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, I think it happens. It's weird. I don't know. I don't think I'm a hero for yeah, turning that shit down, but. Or whatever. Was she your teacher? Yeah. One point in time. Had she had time to groom you like this pastor had to groom his I, kids? Uh, I probably thought I was an easy lay. Probably didn't think that she had to waste her time with that shit. <laughs> you know, like, well, here's the, here's the thing also. Yeah. You have a natural, um, and I think it comes from your family, from your upbringing. You have a natural distrust for any authority figure. Uh, yeah. Whereas these kids were probably told, you know, listen to the pastor. He knows best. Yada, yeah. yada, yada. Bullshit. Yeah, that's always weird. We know he's a good pastor because he hates gays and says atrocious that's things. How we, that's, how, yeah, that's how we know he's a good person. Because <laughs> obviously this wasn't the first fucking time he advocated violence against homos. This is just, uh, you know. Like, we gotta kill these. Uh, oh, God. Uh, here's another tweet from Pastor Adkins. Dear gays, go sit down somewhere. I know y'all want some special attention. Y'all are senders who need Jesus. This was an attack on America. Uh, it's a shame that Jack's gays are trying to use the Orlando massacre as blackmail to force the city to pass the HRO. Shame, shame, shame. God damn. Jesus Christ. What You're a, guy. a piece of shit. <clears throat> yeah. Can I just say, speaking of shooters real mm. quick, and then we can move on, but how pumped are you? I don't know his name. The Texas I don't shooter? ever want to know it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got fucking dome shotted and then turned into that a was meme. one of my favorite. I remember when that dropped. And for those listening, there was a recent uh, attempted shooting. I guess did he even he didn't even get anyone. Uh, he didn't hurt Texas anyone. He, he unloaded a magazine into a crowd and didn't hit anyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, man. It was a funny... Uh, my favorite thing was everyone was making fun of him because he was some... Um, I, I, I actually saw the story break on our conspiracy, oddly enough. Because they were like, yep, another false flag from the libtards. Of course, uh. of course this shooter is some 4chan QAnon-loving piece of shit who espouses all our radical ideas. Wink, of course. Isn't that just a little suspicious? And I'm like, is it, though? Is it suspicious that you guys are ta- constantly talking about violence against the government and all these conspiracies and how we need to kill them all? And then one of you idiots goes out there trying to fight the government and trying to kill them all? Like, it doesn't seem like that's the... That seems like a, like too too much of a stretch, huh? Yeah, yeah. Their their response to this is like, well, he failed because he was a, he was a uh, false flag. I'm actually going to do it right. <laughs> when was the last time the Clintons were there? <laughs> you know, like... Oh my god! I love that he uh, peed himself. Did he? God damn! I know he dropped a magazine. I had to yeah, like, what pick a it fucking up. goof! Did you, you saw the photo of him, right? Yeah, god, the photo that's of the worst. That's, that's like, I, I. <sighs> I'm gonna say it. I feel sorry. for I was guy. gonna say, like, I'm glad he didn't. <laughs> I'm glad he didn't actually get anyone, so that his life could be a pathetic punchline. Because the photo it's that they so took perfect. of him, he looked terrified. Just like, oop, oop, oop. That was the sound that photo make of his goofy fucking face and that too tight ball clava. It just looked like he'd stopped by an Arby <laughs> surplus store and then got the rest of it off Bud K. And just was like, this is... I mean, they're going to remember that's me. exactly what he did, I'm sure. sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> just, I don't know how to reload this fucking thing. <laughs> oh, well, man. may he be an example to many others oh, who uh, also... F- Fail to accomplish it, it, any we, we live in a strange dreams. time. I love that they showed the photo of him dead on the r- ground. And Ooh, they were like, uh, oh, well, the reason why it's funny is because it's obvious he pissed himself. <laughs> like It's just oh. it's just a dead guy. They took off his clothes and everything, and his pants are just covered in piss. A, uh, a nice. fitting memorial. Yes, he, he, he died as he lived. Good job, 4chan. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, 16. So... Uh, I was actually, when well, we were talking about, uh, who was that guy you were talking about? Kyle Kashov? Kyle Kashov. Kashov. Well, we were talking about 16-year-olds, mm. and that got me thinking about, like, like well, I, I guess, uh, and I don't want to compare it to Ken Adkins, but a similar argument was made by, by Kyle that they rescinded his Harvard. We all, no, we knew he was racist. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Come on. But, um, I... I guess the point was, is I thought it was interesting because Kyle, what's his last name? Kashov. Kashov. Sounds like a Kash- Russian plant. Kashov. But, um. Yeah, he is. But, uh, he got his offer from Harvard rescinded because some racist tweets of his came out. And I guess other people started coming out of the world and be like, yeah, that guy says the N word. No, it wasn't a even lot. tweets. It's even worse than what tweets. Was he was in like a joint, you know, it's like Slack for high schoolers. I don't know what, what the they call slack? it. Slack. I wasn't alive. Jesus, I thought you worked in the corporate world. Slack is like a, it's like a team, uh, co, like a, a work sharing. Like it's like using Google Drive or something, where you all are able to access the same files. You can have conversations in it. You can like share oh, like work a OneDrive like kind that. of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they, it was in one of those, and he said some horrible, horrible <laughs> shit. And it was just a couple of years ago at most, sure. and it was public. It wasn't like he, you know, it wasn't like someone dug up his diary where he was an angsty young man. No, he like said this to other students. Yeah, he was loud um, and proud. As and as a high school student, which if there's anything a college is going to do, it's going to it's going to admit you based on your behavior in high school, like, right? Right. Your last ex- 
educational experience. Mm-hmm. So everyone that's like, oh, they're silencing the right. It's like, <laughs> okay. Well, I think, I think it kind of touches base in that. Well, I, his argument was like, yeah, I was really racist. And then someone shot at me, you guys. And that really, I, I think I grew from that. Well, the guy that shot at you was another white racist. I don't really know. That, you know? Like I'm, yeah, I, I'm yeah, struggling yeah. to understand your point of how your views would have been changed. That, um, when he t- he doubled down on his conservative propaganda, Man, so that doesn't even make sense. Yeah, I just it, that whole argument, and I know I was waiting for you to bring this shit up because I'm fucking waiting for you, bro. Uh, and that whole argument of like, yeah, but I was 17. Come on, man, I'm 17. I was fucking stupid. I'm 17. I get to do whatever the fuck I want. I'm 17. No 17 year old yeah. understands morals or responsibility or that dumb shit. I'm 17. No, you know. I mean, I'm I'm 30 and I still don't. <laughs> but yeah. Well, I just I don't know. Do you think that's a fair? Uh, uh, rescinding is no. I, do you think that's a fair beyond that, but like a fair justification for it or excuse? Even no, you don't think him being seventeen really because that's not what you said about Jacob and fucking Joseph, bitch. Oh, oh, oh I fucking got you. <laughs> what was it with Jacob? What was Jacob what was a do? fucking uh, asshole prick to his brother Esau. Oh, to yeah. Esau. Yeah, but he oh, didn't. 17. He didn't say horrible things. He didn't use the N word. Uh, he only stole his brother's uh, 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 birthright, birthright and then his blessing. And Dude, Esau was Esau was a dumbass. Esau had he it showed coming. up at a couple of wells. They never discuss the ethnicity of those guy of those other sheep herders in Laban. But when he was like, "Hey, assholes, get your fucking they're the sheep same water, people. You pieces of shit." I don't know. Kind of makes me question. They were all everyone back then was like cousins. Uh, yeah, all right. Well, you seventeen. It. There was only he, seventy he was a teenager, and then Joseph rat on his brothers. I think I. Do you think people are just pieces of shit when they're seventeen, or just pieces of shit, pieces of shit when yeah, they're seventeen? Yeah, I do. I do think they are, but I also think that if you are enough of a piece of shit that Harvard needs to rescind your acceptance, so be it. Yeah, that's fine. Go to fucking Prager, you. You'll be. What's fine. weird is, and I'm fully libertarian on that. I, I I trust the free market. I don't understand people getting all. To me, it's highly hypocritical. That the people who were trying to stand for, um, who's that fucking asshole chick from uh, Alabama, the clerk, county clerk? Oh, no, from Kentucky. Kentucky? I, I don't know her name. But Kim yeah, Davis. The, the, like, yeah, if you're going to stand for Kim Davis, Chick-fil-A, and those, like, bakers that wouldn't bake cakes for gay guys, and be like, oh, they're they're trying to legislate us, they're trying to censor conservative viewpoints, they're, they're making us... And then Harvard has to yeah, let Yeah, but him. Harvard has to let this guy in? No, fuck you guys. Like, you're okay with... Yeah, private, a private institution. You know... It's not a public school. If you're school. okay with Kim Davis collecting a paycheck while she doesn't do her job because she hates gays, but somehow Harvard University is like, no, I think you're a piece of shit. I think we can give your spot to someone more deserving than, yeah, you're, you're a fucking hypocrite. I mean, they should have probably realized that before they offered him <laughs> admission, well, but yeah, sure. I, I don't know. That's muddy, you know. The whole, know, the whole all the Parkland shooting thing, that's become such a thing that... I don't know. I personally, if I were Harvard, I'd be like, yeah, I just mean, bring him in. Fuck it. I'm, I don't want to get fucked involved. I don't think I want any of those kids there, to be honest. Sure. <laughs> uh, you think so? <laughs> I don't know. That whole, uh, I don't know. That's that's just too messy. That got weird. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the, yeah. The, the, the guy that did it in the aftermath and all the parents and the politics, the, politi- the politicization of it is one thing, even on both sides, you know, David Hogg and... Uh, the others, yeah. it's it's just the way he's trotted around. I mean, he's basically been completely whored out by a lot of a lot of. Liberals. Do you think so? Do you think I I I think it might be his personal I, opinions. I, so. I don't know. Uh, probably, but he's also not an adult yet. I don't know. It's tough. I, don't know. I think they all. I, don't I mean, really I give think much of a shit. I, 
I think it's going to happen. I think once you become a yeah, know, sure, that's fair. I'm not. I'm not calling for him to be silenced in it by any means. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm happy for him that he got into Harvard and stuff. That's great. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, I don't know. It, 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 it's a weird. I just thought it was so fucking weird that he tried to say, "Yeah, well, I got shot at, so I'm no longer racist." You guys, like, okay. Oh yeah, cool. yeah. I don't know. But it's because yeah, because I don't know. We really fetishize uh, certain people these days. I think like uh, I mean, obviously the way that the the right treats Trump, that he's beyond reproach. Uh, you see it with AOC, which who I like, don't mm. get me wrong, but like, I don't know. There's, it's, it's kind of sick. It's like a celebrity worship of humans uh, that probably don't need it. I don't I know. know. It's rough. It like, it's like the same, like I see a lot of, I see a lot of like what, what we call the Bayhive, right? The Beyonce followers. Yeah. You see, you see, well, that's what they call themselves. But you see, I see a lot of that behavior in politics now. Yeah, I don't know. Where it's like I'm, they call it standing or whatever. I, I, I don't know. You're using a it's, lot of it's, words. It's I've a little too abstract. Heard. Standing? What the fuck we, are you talking about? Standing from the song "Stand" by Eminem, the in, super intense fan that's willing to like kill his family to get Eminem's attention. Right. Doesn't matter. Um, you've heard that song, right? Where it's like a back and forth thing. Uh, no. Uh, it came out like twenty years ago. Anyways. This is definitely not uh, the Bible. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Uh, I just, I don't know. I saw that uh, Pride Month. A lot, a lot happened in Pride Month. Yeah. It's good. Sure. I think Pride Month's become my new favorite month for really no reason. I just like it. I'm all about it. Uh, that's a reason. Yeah, I guess, I guess, you know, I, um, I, I, I think it's my, I'll tell you, living in Orlando in Pride Month, it's just a better time. It's just funner. I can see that. Yeah. I think everyone's having a good time. Oh, I'm going to get to be there for part of Pride yeah. Month. The, the yeah. The end. Hopefully we'll do some Pride stuff. I actually, uh, yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. We'll do some Pride Next stuff. Friday. Yeah. Next Friday we'll do yeah, something. It'll be fun. All right. Anyways, uh, um, do you know another uh, word that the kids are throwing around that you probably haven't heard? Thirsty. And do you know what I'm thirsty for? Some more Deuteronomy. <laughs> exactly. Finally. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so... By the way, folks, this is the Revelations podcast. If you ended up here by accident, huh. I am Grant DeVoice. I'm Cole Deluski. And we're here to read the Bible so that you don't gots to. Exactly. That's what we do. Every week, we're here pouring through God's holy word and just pointing out some of the stuff that we find to be most interesting. Um, and... Boy, I think this week is going to be a doozy. <laughs> I, I, I've been, you know, coming to grips with, you know, you get into the weeks and stuff and you start reading. And you're like, what am I even doing here sometimes? You know, like, I, I, are we, we are really just reading the Bible, I think. I mean, obviously we're going to have our slant on and our opinion of it. Uh, of course. As we get to Deuteronomy, it's, it's a weird chapter um, or a weird book, I guess. It's weird that, there would be essentially a whole lot of recap filled with inconsistencies. Like yeah. you would think of the people that wrote this shit, remember what they wrote two books ago or something, or even that, especially since the idea is that it's the same person writing it. Yeah. You know? Allegedly, you know, or that, uh, hard, allegedly, <laughs> you know? hard a. Uh, but even when you factor in that it has been translated over and over again and that, you know, it was codified and collected from multiple documents that were then 
hammered together. That they still could have they could have still hammered right. things out a little bit more. Yeah, I concur. And we're definitely going to dig into some of those really insane discrepancies. Yeah. Um, so it, and really violence. I stuff. almost feel yeah. <laughs> don't forget the violence. Uh, never forget no. the violence. Uh, it, it just I, you know, you think about what you're going to write in the you know in your notes and what we're going to record and stuff like that. And I don't want to be all shitting on the Bible. Uh, but when it doesn't mean anything to you, you know, like I don't get. How how would you view Deuteronomy? Like, how did you view Deuteronomy as a child? Like, what what do people tell you about this part? No real thoughts about it. Um, I knew that it was the end of like Moses's story, mm-hmm. right? Because the first the Pentateuch, the first five, you have basically. Uh, I mean, you have a quick recap of of uh, the creation: Adam, yeah. Noah, Jacob, Abraham, Isaac, Joseph, those guys. But then the most of this has obviously been Moses. And again, thank God that's almost over. Um, but I never, you know, Deuteronomy, we never dug too deep in. Exodus, a lot of time in there, I would say, um, and Genesis. But other than that, uh, not, I mean, because it is all recap, right? Like anything that's in this book, for the most part, we can learn it, but I would say maybe more accurately from an earlier book, right? There's nothing in here original. There's just like a... Uh, There's just like extra... What it is, is either extra information or different information. It's either wrong or it's more. But even if it's more, I don't even know if it's wrong or not because it might just be something that's missing from the earlier one that it doesn't contradict because it wasn't there. But Yeah. Uh, it kind of uh, it makes me think of like uh, Plato's uh, The Cave, okay. right? That like it's weird that we're able to see kind of the shadow and what's casting the shadow, but apparently whoever was writing this – yeah, was just just looking at the shadow. I, I I don't know. It's really bizarre. Yeah. So, I guess I guess let's just get into it. Deuteronomy ten. Yeah. By the way, this is episode thirty nine. We didn't say that. Uh, okay. I know we do that every episode. We number it. Is that important? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Because what if someone was like, "Oh, I can't wait to listen to episode 38. And then we just said that and now. Like, oh, like fuck, I'm in the wrong in. place. Okay, I guess, that's, yeah. I guess that's fair. And then they're driving into oncoming traffic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you won't. Speaking of, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, I don't know, this is a terrible fucking joke. I don't know if we can keep it. But uh, I was thinking about, like, just talking about people who were shitheads when they were 17. Yeah. You and I were definitely shitheads when we were 17. We're uh, out there. Yeah. And uh, I remember there was a guy telling a story about how he went to change the radio and uh, uh, accidentally killed his friend, you know, like was driving down the road, went oh, to yeah, change the radio, yeah. looked up, was going the wrong way, overcorrected, rolled the car, killed his friend. Yeah. And uh, instead of listening to that or showing any sort of respect or somber attitude, we were busy sticking our hands into our pants and our thumb out of our zipper <laughs> and pretending we were jerking yeah, off yeah, at yeah. each other. Oh. And then, like, the cop saw yeah, us, was like, hey, what are you guys doing there? We're like, we're listening to the guy talk about his dead friend. What do you want? <laughs> I'm well, 17. I know, can get away with it. What did they expect? I'm basically Brett Kavanaugh, you know? <laughs> At least it wasn't when they brought in uh, Darren Norwood to talk about how to keep it straight. <laughs> that guy, the guy that ended up, like, ODing on yeah. heroin. Okay, so Deuteronomy and 10, the second pair of tablets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, right, right. Uh, basically, again, just following up, it, it's weird how it jumps around that it talks about, like, uh, in the last chapter, we talked about Israel's rebellion. We talked about, like, you know, his caution and his commandments and stuff like that. And yet, uh, 10 bounces 
back to the uh, Ark of the Covenant again. Correct. Uh, like him. And inaccurately. Inaccurately. We call um, that. The first thing I noted, and this is really what kind of got me thinking about it, is um, 10.1, Deuteronomy 10.1. At the time the Lord said to me, hew for yourself two tablets of stone like the first and come up to me on the on the mountain and make yourself an ark of wood. Uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I made an ark of acacia wood, hewed two tablets of stone like the first and went up to the mountain having two tablets in my hand. Yeah, no, no you, you fucking, fucking did, did it. Moses. Like, you don't remember, and I went to look it up, because it immediately pissed me off. Um, uh, what was his name? Bezalel and Aholiab, <laughs> the people who God filled with uh, wisdom and knowledge of workmanship and craftsmanship to create the Ark of the Covenant. So it's just, oh, yes. you're not taking credit for building the Ark when there was a whole, like, system of, like, of, uh, uh, like contracting to, to create this thing. Now you're just like, I did that, you know? Yeah, you sound like you do whenever uh, my sister says that this is my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just it's just like it made me think: is the reason why Deuteronomy is wrong, and the reason why he's lying to these people? I wonder if Deuteronomy is accurate. This is actually what Moses said to people, and he's just lying because anyone who was there at the time is dead. Exactly. <laughs> oh man, I had I wanted to get, I wanted to hit that point, but yeah. you're right. So he says it not once. So first he says it in. in uh, Verse three there. And then again, at the end of his little spiel in verse five, he says, yeah, then I came back down the mountain. I put the tablets in the ark I had made. <laughs> so twice in a row, he's like really hammering home this point to these idiots that weren't alive when the ark was built. Right. Everyone who was an adult back then right. is dead. Anyone who would have had any real knowledge about this is dead. The people who built it dead for are fucking dead. sure dead. Yeah. Which is fucked up because, <laughs> I mean, God like gave them magic fucking hammer powers. Right. And, and now Moses is just taking well, credit. Then killed them. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So he's using, he's taking this opportunity to like build his mythos. I think. Yeah. You know? uh, uh, building himself up as this like super fucking uh, Jim Jones. <laughs> he's like, I made the Ark of the Covenant. I'm these hands right here. I'm a perfect craftsman. When did you learn craftsmanship? I thought you were like a prince and then a shepherd. He's like, shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> yeah, I'll kill, I'll kill you. I'll, the God will send snakes uh, again. <laughs> and then, I mean, it, it, it's such a weird mistelling where he completely sidesteps any of his iniquities and hypes their iniquities. Again, I, I don't know, maybe just a bitter, lying old piece of shit, you know? Well, yeah. So it talks about how they keep traveling. And then here's another little inaccuracy. It says uh, in verse 8, At that time, the Lord set apart the tribe of Levi to carry the Ark of the Covenant. So this is after he got the second set of tablets. He's saying that's when God set apart the, the Levi's and like built all the stuff. Mm -hmm. But that's not what happened. It happened That had happened way earlier when they were being told how to make the Are Ark. You uh, the, the Levites sure? were already set aside. Because I'm pretty sure yeah. setting apart uh, Kohath, Merari, and uh, that other guy... Gershom, uh, was in Numbers. No. You sure? No. In Exodus. Yeah, yeah. It happens uh, in Exodus. I'm 100% uh, positive that it's after they assigned the armies in Numbers. 
Well, they no duties uh, of the sons of Kohath numbers four. Unless they mentioned it briefly earlier, they do. Uh, they, no, they do. They're talking about how uh, they're talking about setting apart the priestly garments and how it's going to be all of Aaron's kids and like. Oh, you're right. The, okay, yeah. yeah. I, okay, I'm, I'm misremembering. Numbers was say... when it really got into like which tribes are in charge of covering the ark, and we remember yeah. it being kind so of so maybe it didn't technically say Levites, but it was like. They had already set aside the yeah, priesthood. because the, the actual, people. like, hey, Gershom, you take care of the bullshit, and Marara, you carry this, and Kohath, you carry the Ark. Was definitely yeah, that's numbers. true. You might but, be right about that. But whatever. It's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Deuteronomy just kind of... It's similar to me. It feels like kind of like numbers, where each chapter is sort of a weird... Re, it's They're all recaps thus far, but they're recaps yeah. of different points in time and they're out of order um mixed in with like just sort of uh statements like you know like uh, hey guys remember you have to worship god blah, blah blah that for a whole chapter and then remember how you rebelled against me and then remember the covenant and then remember exodus yeah. and then remember numbers and then remember deuteronomy You're like okay well it's a perfect like a uh, grooming situation where god's like all right or god, moses rather air quotes god mm-hmm. is saying Hey, uh, so here's all the things you did that you fucked up. All right, and now remember, you need to do all these things so that you don't get killed again wholesale. And so it's like a, uh, it's like a uh, cause and effect. Like he's telling parables almost of their own parents, yeah. right? So mo- most of what he's talking about is their parents, um, and he's saying, "Here's why you gotta listen to everything I say and do it on the double. God's gonna smite thee." It's like, yeah, it's like they're just trying to create this sort of bullshit scare tactic to make people obey, you know, like vaccines. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because otherwise, autism will yeah, run rampant. You know, yeah. um, so you look at verse twelve. So he gets done talking about uh, the the creation of the uh, of the Ten Commandments and the tablets, and I, I thought this verse was hilarious. So he's it it's phrased to make it seem like following God is no big deal. He says, "And now Israel, what does the Lord God, Lord your God, ask of you?" But so yeah. like, you no, he's not asking much. Just no these couple deal? things. All you have to do is fear God, walk in obedience with him, love him, serve him with all of your heart and soul, and observe his commandments and decrees. All right? That's all you have to do. <laughs> That's all you, like, I mean, honestly, what does God ask? Just some little thing. Just to devote your entire life to him and do everything he says upon fear of death. And it's not even just do what he asks as he asks it. It's also, I also need you to fear me. Like, Okay. <laughs> like, he says, and I'm giving, I'm giving you these for your own I, good. I want Sillies. to control your emotions and your heart. You're like, all right, yeah, I guess that's all you ask. That's all you ask is that. I... It's nice. Uh, the other thing is, is um, I don't, there's also little jabs. Uh, Deuteronomy ten fifteen. The Lord delighted only in your fathers to love them, and he. That's why yeah, he, and he chose their the descendants desert. after them. You above all peoples, as it is today. Uh, like it's just like you know, and God just really loved your dad. So, I mean, so he kind of took care of you. It just is like okay, thank you. And, like, and that's a recurring theme. I mean, that's how we finished up last episode was talking about how he's like, hey, just so you know, it's not for it's you. It's like none of it's this like, is for honestly, you. Honestly, what what do you get out of this? Did you have to say that part? Like, if this was like, if I was going on like to Reddit and was like, am I the asshole that I told my stepkid that I only uh, am taking care of them because I love their mother and hate them? I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's a fucking dick yeah, move. You're the it's a dick move. And let's not be so fast to forget that all their predecessors did was fuck up. (laughs) 
yeah. Right? I felt like that's that was the that was the lesson of every fucking episode we did in Genesis was like, well, yeah, Abraham's a huge fuck up. And of course, then now modern day Christians will be like, well, that's because everyone's human. Yeah, well, then why is God saving the <laughs> Why are they fucking special? Yeah, it, it's um, like if we're going to say Abraham, Isaac and Jacob are the ones that God really like promised yeah. in their defense, they were, I guess, somewhat obedient, you know, like they actually had specific, no, they were, well, you know, like, like, uh, well, yeah. Cause Abraham's big claim to fame was that, well, Abraham's big claim to fame was he tried to kill his son. So, uh, that one time he was like, yeah, I'll fucking he kill my was kid. Gonna do he that. was going to do that. I mean, he definitely didn't have any faith in God to protect him at any level, you know, constantly trying to sell out his wife and the chance. He yeah, gave. He fucked Hagar. Same, same, same to Isaac. He, yeah. Uh, Jacob, Tricked his dad for a blessing. I don't know how to. I don't know how that weighs on God's scale. Uh, well, J- Jacob wrestled God. Yeah, I guess he beat. So I, be, I guess he beat uh, God in a uh, butt fuck marathon, and then he was an idiot. Yeah, I hate him. I don't get it. Uh, none of them really showed to me, except for Joseph. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, yeah. Joseph was capable of enslaving an entire nation. So uh, thumbs up for that. I just. I, I, the more he hammers down, like, I didn't even like you guys. It was only for your ancestors. I just go, I don't get it. I just don't get it. Uh, I don't even think Isaac <sighs> showed any real faith. Like, Isaac was almost nothing. He was like an excerpt. He was, yeah. So I just, I, I don't even think he was in the Bible. It. I think that we might just be drawing from collective memories of other humans talking about him. I don't think we even read about him. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, uh, but yeah, that's who he says. Uh, uh, <laughs> my, my new favorite phrase, also uh, ten sixteen. Uh, Therefore, circumcise the foreskin of your heart and be stiff necked no longer. Like uh, I don't know, I just find that cute. Like uh, yeah, like, it's weird. I, I just like the idea that circumcising something. Hey, be sure to circumcise the foreskin of your heart. Like now I know what I'm going to use in my best man speech. Like. <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna clip. You're gonna clip your aorta with a pair of scissors. <laughs> uh, and then also, uh, for the Lord your God is a God of gods, the Lord of lords, the great God, mighty and awesome, who shows no partiality nor takes a bribe. I find it interesting that he says he doesn't take bribes. What are offers even supposed to be if not bribes? Um, that's actually a good like, point. Isn't they're basically just doing like holy bribery? Like, is not the entirety of your uh, love and protection kind of based on our ability to provide you things that smell good when you burn them? Like, I don't. Okay. Well, it's just it's in the eye of the beholder. Yes. Like, for instance, if we saw Trump giving money <laughs> to Russia, we'd see that as bribery. But you need to frame it differently. It's just him making sure the P tapes don't get released. <laughs> it's just That's him all it is. Back. It's not uh, bribery. All right, great. Um, the other bit that. My Bible, obviously, my Bible's pretty much mum on all this other dumb shit. But uh, Deuteronomy oh, yeah. ten, yeah, there's no yeah. commentary. Deuteronomy ten eighteen, God administers justice for the fatherless and the widow, and loves the stranger, giving him food and clothing. You know, uh, and then he tells people like, therefore, love the stranger, hmm. for you were strangers in the land of Egypt. But does he administer justice for the fatherless and the widow? I've not seen any of that, and I. Well, there's order. We get to that later okay. in this episode. And he loves the yeah. stranger, giving him food and clothing. I've also not seen any of that either. So if you're telling me we see it later, mm. okay, but I've not seen any of that shit. I've not seen any I mean, widows or orphans getting food from anybody. It's 
we don't zoom in on that, but uh, it at least mentions the protocol. I, I think I know what you're talking about, like later on the rich and yeah. shit, but uh, like having to leave extra food and stuff. But I don't know. No, 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 no. Well, um, it involves the tithing. Right. We'll get there. Um, it's chapter fourteen, but uh, then it wraps up. It wraps up the. Uh, you want to just read the last with, three verses, or I'll, I'm just gonna all right, do do whatever you can. Yeah, it just says fear fear the Lord your God, serve Him, hold fast to Him, uh, and take your Hold fast to him and take your oaths in his name. He's the one you should praise. He's your God. He performed the great works, got you out of Egypt. When your uh, ancestors went to Egypt, there were 70 of them, and now look how many there are. Um, which I, I did. So I found a, a, a population growth calculator okay. online. And I was like, all right, let's figure out how many, how, what kind of rate we would need. We to did that get last time. To, we did the beginning of no, uh, I, Exodus. This is more okay. fun. This is more fun because I realized that all you'd have to do is have a 10% growth rate over 400 years, and those 70 people could turn into 252 quadrillion. <laughs> well, so it's really not, is, the, what do you mean? it's like, not that tough. I never... I don't know. I just punched in the okay, numbers. All right, because... That's what it said. <laughs> I had to Google like, it. I, 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 right, I passed statistics it. a long fucking time ago, and I vaguely recall... Or maybe it was calculus. Doesn't really fucking matter. But talking about logarithmic population growths, and I used to know yeah. what a population growth meant, like if it was like two point one percent or something like that. But not nah, fucking yeah, one percent is like average. I guess yeah. I, I think I think when Anyways. we talked about this at the beginning of uh, Exodus, when we talked about the growth, um, I think it was something like a two point seven percent or something like that. And like Israel right now is two point one. So. It, it, it wasn't that big a fucking deal, but maybe existing under servitude that you could populate that much. I wonder what the... <laughs> I don't know if this is dark enough or not, or fucked up Uh-oh. enough. But uh, I wonder what the population growth of American slaves were, under, you know, in the South. Like, so compared, like, what what uh-huh. what is a normal population growth for a, a, a race in bondage? It can't be great when you're malnourished. You know, yeah, um, I don't know. I back then. Who knows? Th- in a lot of third world countries right now, it's like just over two percent, which still isn't enough. I mean, again, we covered them. this when, when we started Exodus, but I think Oman's yeah. like, sure, sure, like, sure, sure. Uh, was so like we'll four times as much. So it's a, uh, it's doable. Um, yeah. Deuteronomy eleven. I fucking yeah. hate Deuteronomy. Let's just get through the stupid shit. God. Yes, yeah, I, I, I really, I'm really done with Moses. Um. I don't think there's really that much to it. Uh, Deuteronomy 11, God totally went out for you guys. He did to Egypt. Remember his acts and his his miracles. There's really nothing to it. Um, again, just more recap. Uh, 11.6. And what he did to Dathan and Abiram, the sons of Eliab, the son of Reuben, how the earth opened up its mouth and swallowed them up, their household, their tents, and all the substance that was in their possession in the midst of all Israel. Uh, it's yeah. just... It's just him hammering, like, you guys have seen all the miracles that I've done for people, but they haven't. So, I mean, all those guys are fucking dead. Did you forget? You made it happen. Yeah, this this whole chapter is super redundant. Because then it talks about, it just reminds you, all right, observe all the commandments. Where you're going, um, it's a land flowing with milk and honey. It's not like Egypt. You know, in Egypt, you have to water your plants. Here, there's so much fucking rain, you don't even got to do that. Like, it's really just pumping it up. It's like a... It's like a hype track, right? It's the, the he's, Moses is being the hype yeah, man. For where the you were was right shit. Now, where you're going is awesome. Um, yeah. So something commit. You know. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Nothing. Just something I thought was interesting, and I, I don't know what the fuck it means. Uh, it's a weird. Uh, 
11, 12. Deuteronomy 11, 12. A land for which the Lord your God cares. The eyes of your Lord your God are always on it from the beginning of the year to the very end of the year. Um, to me, it's weird because, I don't know, I live in America, which I would describe as, I don't want to seem crazy or like anti-Semitic, but I think America is better oh, no. than Jerusalem. That's just me, Israel, the whole thing, basically the whole Middle East, actually the rest of the world, the rest of the world combined. I think America is better than that. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, so, so I, I find it, I don't know, is it weird that like, I think it's a little suspicious that a bunch of people who live in the desert, who have no concept of America, and even just second best, you know, like New Zealand, are like, boy, this is... Yeah, America... <laughs> America sucks now, but yeah, imagine if God had led them to yeah. America. I mean, we'll then. get to the Book of Mormon. That would be kick ass. But my point is, is that it's just like, yes, like you guys, uh, of all the entire world of our limited fucking scope that probably doesn't even go past Turkey, even, you know, like even an idea of it no. existing. It doesn't go past Turkey, Egypt, or Yeah, that Iraq, must be the extent really. of their known world at this time. Like, of all that, of the entire world, God really loves Jerusalem. You guys don't even know about Australia. There's a land filled with snakes and spiders that God probably has some kind of idea about, you know? I think, actually, it is better than Australia. <laughs> it just, I, but, I, you don't think it's oddly suspicious that the only land you guys fucking know is also the land that yeah, God he, just loves and keeps an eye on every day of the week? He could have taken them to fucking Cuba. Yeah. Or Puerto Honestly, Rico. That would have been amazing. The list of things that are better than the desert, I think it's the entire world. Maybe Antarctica, I would say, it's is less world. good than like the Middle East, but I don't know. I just it doesn't seem good. Yeah. You've never used a uh, penguin as a flashlight, <laughs> clearly. <laughs> They're so warm. So that's why God <laughs> struck you down. Uh I just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It is, actually. Um, so, I don't know. Um, I just think it's like, I don't know. It just seems so oddly narrow-minded and short-sighted that, oh, fucking, of course, God only cares about Jerusalem, the only place you guys fucking know at the time, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's a little ridiculous. It's a little short-sighted, and it's a little bit, obviously, you know, ancient writing that didn't have a big picture of the world. Um, they go on. They talk about, uh, you know, be careful, you're going to run to other people. Don't be enticed to like follow their gods because then I'll kill you. Which, again, we have said this over and over and over again, right? You know, teach your kids, follow the, follow the one true God. Um, then he gets into talking about how big this place is going to be. And this part's a little ridiculous. He says, every place you set your foot, this is in verse 24, every place you set your foot will be yours. Um, so your territory will extend from... Uh, the desert to Lebanon, as far as the Euphrates River to the Mediterranean Sea, which is enormous. Um, that would mean most of Iraq and Syria would be included, which I don't think they ever got that big. Maybe I'm wrong, though. I mean, do we know how big that is? I, I, I didn't really check on a map. Is it much bigger than Israel is currently? Yes. Okay. And, and like probably 10, 20 times bigger. Because oh. uh... the Euphrates cuts through the middle of Iraq. Oh, you're right. right? Yeah. So, like, it's going all the way over there. Uh... Um, but yeah, maybe they were that big at some point, like at the height of I their don't power. Know. Uh, we'll get to it. Which would have been like you know under King David and all yeah, that shit. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. Um, or some of the later. There were there were mo- nearly modern, enormous like Israel. We'll have Israel to look into that when we start like getting to Joshua and stuff. Some that, uh, the size of the sure. Jewish Empire. I feel like I, yeah, I, I have no idea. I have no idea what the extent was. Never looked into it. Um, so we'll have to we'll have to take some time to look into that. But. Um, 
Yeah, the the other thing I like is uh, Deuteronomy eleven twenty six. Behold, I set before you today a blessing and a curse. And basically, it's like <laughs> the blessing is if you do everything I ask, I'm gonna bless you. And the curse is if you don't do everything that I ask, uh, I will fucking curse you. And I think we know from the um, previous chapters that curse holds some fucking weight to it. Uh, it might it it's might involve like you eating the, your kids. Uh, scenar- it's kind of like the scenario that yeah right. We talked about with Moses when he was a baby, and it was it's it's kind of apocryphal. It's not in the Bible, but it was like in some rabbinical texts that uh the pharaohs like uh, aid handed him either a lump of coal that was burning or or a lump of gold. Yeah, you know. Take, well, the take crown the or some coal is what you said, but it was something like yeah. that. Yeah, but uh. I don't know. Yeah, so fuck with me not, blah, 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 blah. Uh, it, every chapter has, be sure to obey all my statutes and judgments. Do what I say, do what I say, obey. Give us your money. Um, yeah. Deuteronomy 12, a prescribed place of worship. Uh, this chapter is a little bit more interesting. Uh, I kind of enjoyed it. <laughs> I like it a lot more. I mean... Um, so, again, uh, do everything I say for all time. You and your fathers do what I say. Here's how you worship. Um, so they talk about breaking down the altars of these places that you go into. Here's where I'm going to confirm. Okay. <laughs> okay. Does does yours say in verse three something about groves? Uh, yeah, I know you mentioned this. Like or I think it was last episode. Um, uh, Twelve three, and you shall destroy their altars, break their sacred pillars, burn their wooden images with fire. You shall cut down yeah. the carved images of the yeah, gods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slow, up, slow up, slow up, slow up. You're not reading the King James Version, sir. Uh, You're reading the New King James oh, Version. Oh, fuck. You're right. You son I of a bitch. I just finally, for the first time, looked at my, <laughs> my spine. You've been on your fucking KJV high horse for months, <laughs> for a half of a you year now. You know what's weird is I was reading it online in the King James Verse, and and I was like, man, something's oddly different about this. <laughs> you know, like they they should have got a whole lot of thou and Taoist and shit, and I never, you know... Uh, like they were like, yeah. ye shall utterly destroy all thou possess and blah, blah. I was like, Oh really? Cause mine uses you a lot, but okay. I see last week when I was like, yeah, it says something about groves and you're nope. like, no, that's when I was no, tipped chunch. off. So, but, uh, so, so I did my homework this week. What's I, odd I is you. that my Bible, um, has a concordance here for that wooden images. So it specifically touches on wooden images, which is the word of, uh, uh, that we're talking about here. Uh, wooden images is plural yeah. of the term Asherah, which can refer to the Canaanite fertility goddess or to the wooden cult object used as her symbol. So it doesn't even mention groves regardless, but it is referencing that, hey, these wooden images are specifically mentioning a Canaanite Ashara, fertility Which is goddess. what my Bible says. My, like, super modern Bible says Ashara, Ooh, who was, as we discussed last week, possibly the wife of God to these to people some at people one point. somewhere and- to these people, I think. I, I think before... So, again, and we're going to talk about this a little bit more as we go on when we talk about child sacrifice, mm-hmm. but the reason the Isaac story happened, the reason that God made Abraham go up the hill, air quotes God, was to say, all right, we're not going to do this anymore, right? Like, yes, you're still going to be as devoted to me, and if I wanted you to kill your kids, you would, but, but we're not we doing it anymore. anymore. Um or here's here's this here's this uh, goddess worship, all right. We need to destroy all semblance of it 
across all lands. Was, I mean, I know we've talked about a couple of different gods here and there. Uh, we had Malak. Yeah. Um, Which is maybe not even a god. Marduk There's a lot such. of debate but, um, on that. The, uh, but with... Um, God. Is it Anak? The fires of Anak? Or was it the fires of Malak? I can't remember which one that you sacrificed kids to. Um, but and it's not mentioned here. Um, it was Mol- Moloch. Yeah. Uh, it just seems weird that there's this constant kind of like, oh, and then we don't do what they said. So I, I don't, I don't know if I. I mean, who knows about any of this shit? Uh, it, it, it is an interesting idea it's their to roots, think though. that a lot of this is sort of dog whistling for we don't worship those gods anymore. You guys know who the fuck we're talking about. We don't burn guys to. We don't burn our children in fire anymore, right? You're like, yeah, not like those people you know like all right but see it's also their roots which is why they have to be so specific about it because they want to go back to that why do you think they built a golden calf why do let's you go think back that to their child sacrifice bu- you guys what why do you think their ark has bullhorns mm-hmm. on it they're coming from the same place they're trying to evolve it make it different stand out they're it the same it's an people, odd theme right? that you never hear about but there is a lot of bull imagery tied to god you know uh, a god that I, mean, I imagine is an old him. white guy with a long flowing beard, but uh, for some reason keeps getting attached to like the idea of like groves and trees and bulls. Exactly, and shit. he's a dark, ancient, pagan, scary god, <laughs> and they painted him up. They painted him up like this like a, like a, to make him more like appealing. To make whore. him, as their civilization progressed, they tried to make him in line with their new standards, just like Christians do later with the New Testament. I think, hmm. but they are. These these people are just their cousins, right? right. They're fa- ta- they're talking about the same God with a different uh, different clothes on. That's it. Yeah. So basically, to, to sum it up, God's like, hey, here's the things we don't do anymore. We don't, you know, we have to destroy these the people that we're going through, who are essentially your people. You're all from the same basic place. It's reasonable to assume that you know your shit would get muddied. And there's a lot of Semites, quote unquote, in the area as well. You know. Um, a lot of the territories they're moving for are descended from Keturah or descended from, um, you know, Ishmael and shit. Or Esau. Or Esau, yeah. So there's a lot of different people that are cousins to these Jews who probably would have their own ways of doing shit. And they're like, no, 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 we're separate, we're distinct, we have our own, quote-unquote, you know, Moses Pope or whatever the fuck you want to call it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. we're going to destroy the things that make us different. Um, their pillars, their wooden images, their groves. Uh, when I think about those groves, I was kind of thinking about like the uh, the godswood from like Game of Thrones. I don't really know yeah. what the fuck a, a, worship, a holy grove would be like, but um, but uh, uh, twelve four, you shall not worship the Lord your God with such things, but you shall seek the place where the Lord your God chooses out of all your tribes to put His name for His dwelling place, for His dwelling place, and there you shall go. So it's yeah. it's part of distinction, you know. It's weird, too, because it, it never really elaborates on what that's going to be, at least not yet, right? Yeah, and then it just hammers it. And then you're going to give a bunch of offerings. We already know, firstborn of your flocks and herds and your best yeah. wine and shit. Yeah, yeah, we got it. And then we get to this. This is really weird. So verse 8, mm-hmm. uh, it says, I'm going to read it verbatim. You are not to do as we do here today, everyone doing as they see fit since you have not reached the resting place and the inheritance the Lord your God has given you. So basically God's saying, all right, once we get into this new land that I promised you, you can't be acting all willy-nilly like you are now. Uh, what the fuck? 
are they really act like they're under <laughs> such strict rules? Uh, there's been a lot of pogroms lately. Um, yeah, God is killing them for the tiniest, for literally just whining about not having food and water. And he's like, "All right, we're gonna get serious here in a minute." <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? I feel like it's like uh, I feel like it's like uh, like. You know how like um, the scale for misbehavior amongst crazy Puritan, you know, Christian families is like absurd. You know, yeah, yeah. Like I heard that she was wearing uh, less than knee high socks the other day. Be like, oh my god, she's a whore. You know, and then like we're gonna have to. Did you hear what that whore did? She let her brother. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, where it's like it's like I heard her listening to non-Christian gospel. We got to pull out of school. We're going back to Salt Lake City. And you're like, oh, no, <laughs> like things are going to be different when we get like into Salt Lake City. You know, they're like, oh, no, like no more Pop-Tarts. Pop-Tarts are evil. You know, like it's just it's just that like it was already pretty fucking strict. And now the rules are just tightening even more so. Yeah, it's like whenever uh, in high school, I threw away all my Foo Fighters albums. <laughs> So that I could be closer to God. Yeah, you gotta. It didn't work. <laughs> Boy. Um, I think it's also interesting, the idea of, like, because part of it is, and he states that, like, well, right now, I'm sort of giving you guys a pass, which is weird, because, you know, again, the murder. But yeah, I'm giving you guys a pass because, you know, we're being attacked and fighting wars. But once you get to, you know, Jerusalem and the walls and you're the safe, you're safe at home and there's like a solid police force, uh, no more raping and pillaging. Like, OK, you know, it just kind of. But it's not even talking about that. It's just talking about like the way that they worship even. Yeah. You think it's about like how many bulls are allowed to kill or some shit? Well, it's weird because first it says, all right, things are going to get serious whenever we settle down. But then it's like, yeah, you can eat whatever you want. So I really don't even know. It's very I'm getting mixed signals from the Bible, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, yeah, because specifically, first. here's the line, uh, 1210, Deuteronomy 1210. Uh, but when you cross over the Jordan and dwell in the land which the Lord your God has given you to inherit, and he gives you rest from all your enemies round about so that you dwell in safety... Um, that you know, like that's that that's what marks the sort of difference is that once you guys are safe, you guys are gonna have to start really, really following these rules. Which I maybe that makes sense because a lot of the rules that Moses has been giving them don't really make any fucking sense to a bunch of nomads. Like, sure. like uh, this is what we do with sanctuary cities, and this is what we do, this is how we mark this territory and this territory. And well, this yeah, but that, they specifically right? said that that was going to be for the future. Yeah, but I, maybe that's what the they're referencing. Cities. Maybe that's what they're referencing. There, there was a series of things that they were like, hey, when we get yeah, there. Yeah, but it's... No, like, no, no, I think no, no, the man is going to get cut off when they get there. I would hope so. That'd be weird if not, like, gross. Um, But he's like, look, uh, once we're here, there's going to be a place where you bring all your sacrifices. How has that not already been the case? Yeah, you don't have the fucking tabernacle? Yeah, they've had it this entire time. They just have a tent, a traveling tent. Uh, Yeah, but he's like, okay. I don't know. So so basically, he's like, yeah, once you guys get to Canaan, you know, you guys are going to have, like, a you know, a, a, a parade. It's going to be a fucking Google times time, you know, whatever. I don't yeah. know what the fuck that was, but you know, it's a, it's a baby town sure. frolics, you know, you're, you're just going to be able to eat whatever you want. You may slaughter and eat meat within all your gates, whatever your heart desires, according to the blessing, uh, the Lord, your God, which has given you, um, you just can't eat blood. That stays the same. Uh, yeah, and now yeah. I'm realizing it's kind of cool. There's a subtle difference in the new King James. Now that I realize I'm reading that, uh, is that when yeah, I was yeah. reading the actual King James today to get these specific things, um, it was like you may eat as much as you lust for. 
You know, like I just kept saying lust. Like eat as much as you lust, and if you lust for this meat, you can eat that too. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? But because isn't that basically what he fucking killed them for with the whole quail incident? It's hard to say. I mean, yeah, it was that they wanted meat, and he's like, and oh, he I'll wasn't give you, giving. I'll give you fucking meat. Oh, you're, it will literally come out of your nostrils. Yeah. I mean, because that was the whole point. Um, is they were they well, where they no, died so was I called think the when, graves of lust. When I think when they were on the road, they didn't get to eat any of these cows or sheep or rams, right? Mm-hmm. They were the cows and sheep and rams were only for sacrifice to God. The Levites got to eat it. The priests got to eat it, and their families. But I don't think anyone else was allowed to. Now God's saying, yeah, you can eat it yourself. You have to still do sacrifices, right? And we're going to get, I don't want to spoil because we're get, in chapter 14, we talk a lot more about this, mm-hmm. um, about how that's going to look. And it's kind of fun. But uh, the idea is that, okay, now you can actually eat these cows and shit because you're settled and you don't have like a limited supply that's out on the road grazing, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, again, so he's saying the rules are slackening. But then back in verse 8, it's saying, no, the rules are getting tougher. So it's really, it's dissonant to me. Deuteronomy 12, 20. When the Lord your God enlarges your border, as he has promised you, (laughs) uh, and you say, let me eat meat because you long to eat meat, uh, you may eat as much meat as your heart desires. Uh, I've uh, fooled me once, God. Shame on you, you know. When God lets me eat meat, let me tell you what, it sure enlarges my territory. If I, <laughs> if, I, if I come to a table and there's just a bunch of quail sitting there and God's like, please, eat as much as as much as you want. I'd be like, I'm getting the fuck. God, can I eat it till it comes out my yeah, nose, please? Please, please. <laughs> I ain't touching that shit with a 10-foot pole. But uh, so, I don't know. It, it's, it's weird that it's changed so much. Uh, he reiterates, don't eat blood. Cool. Um, Lame. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> Deuteronomy 12, this is a weird one. I, I mean, maybe we're just looking too deeply into it, but 1224, you shall not eat it, referring to the blood. You shall pour it on the earth like water. I thought yeah. blood was for sacrifice or some shit. I guess maybe this is like different. This is blood you eat or whatever, but. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just like them cleaning it for yeah, just, good Just food. cut a throat, pour it all over the ground. Weird. All right. Um, yada, yada, yada. Do your burnt offerings. Obey all the words Give I God command you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's... Do you get anything else in 12? I thought this was interesting. So basically, uh, God tells them, okay, by the way, as we're moving through these nations and we're killing everybody, whatever you do, we're just, we're deliberately going here to destroy their gods and wipe them from the earth. Whatever you do, do not try to follow them or be like, if, like, hey, how did, what, what, what kind of gods are we going through? Um, and to me, this is like the first instance where it kind of explains maybe because we know that God really hates these other gods and these other people and we're killing them. And I guess I'd always sort of ascribed it to just a, being him being a generally jealous bitch. It is. But but it's not him. It's it's Moses. Well, whatever. The but twelve thirty one. You shall not worship the, your Lord, the God, in that way, referring to the way the people that they're like the Canaanites and the Perizzites. Stuff. You shall not worship the God, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Lord, your God, in that way for every abomination to the Lord, which he hates. They have done to their gods for they burn. They even. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> they even burn their own sons and daughter as sacrifices, which, of course, we just talked about that. Yeah. It's the, why the whole Isaac story happened was to get them to stop doing it because they were. But I think what happened is that some of the leadership realized, hey, if we suddenly changed our God to where we didn't sacrifice our kids, 
we would probably have a lot more people around to like <laughs> wage war. It's, I have to imagine that's how this. Yeah, happens. yeah. Why, why, uh, why, why kill your kids here and now when you can send them to die at a war? That's that's my philosophy. That's a bingo, dude. I think that's exactly what happened. But I, that's my I guess. think it's kind of interesting because maybe this is like the first time where I'm like, okay, I can kind of agree with God on this one. Like, it just seemed kind of like a jealous, anti-heathen sort of kill those who are different than us mindset. And then it's only really this one verse. I really think you could have if, if if this if if there was a lot more of twelve thirty one in the book, I would get it. But the fact that it's just tacked on the end is a little sure. bit weird. But he's like, by the way, the reason why we hate these Canaanites is because they're fucking assholes and they're wicked, and they everything that they do for their gods is fucked up evil, bro. They're killing their kids for their gods. I mean, that's really shitty, you know, cutting off their okay, heads here's... and you know honor killings and stuff. <laughs> Here's why here's why I despise that take you just gave us. Okay. You're fucking eating the propaganda core <laughs> and all. That's what it is. Okay, you, th- you right? think he's lying like, to them? You know the Mexican Hey, you know the Mexicans, they're going to take our jobs if you don't detain them. <laughs> they're gonna, you know they're going to rape your wife. They're, they're going to come you know and that? act Sharia law and uh, create secret councils that uh, burn exactly. everyone. Exactly. Uh, I guess that's funny. Uh, <laughs> they've been doing this. They've been doing this forever, all right? People There's nothing there's nothing to show that they were sacrificing kids back there. There's just, nothing just to show Moses's that. word. Yeah, that, and, uh, there's um, there was some evidence possibly of it in like Carthage, but we're pretty fucking far away from Carthage right now. Yeah, it's kind of interesting um, that he's like, where we're going, the people we're gonna fight. You're not to interact with them, talk with them, or do anything but burn and murder. Just kill and them. I'm gonna tell you the reason why is because they're evil. Like, okay, <laughs> I mean, yeah, and and any goodwill that you got out of the end of this. Chapter 12, I think it's going to dissipate pretty quickly when we get into chapter 13. <laughs> <laughs> uh, chapter 13 is fun. Uh, let's get into yeah. it. This is the only book or the only chapter of this book worth reading yet, I would <laughs> okay, say. It's fun. That's why I said that. Um, so here's what here's how we open it up. God says, all right, imagine if. Picture a scenario. A prophet shows up. All right. He's got dreams. He sees visions. He comes to you and he shows you wonderful signs. And let's just say that his dreams come true, right? That he's actually a legit prophet, right? This is not David Blaine. This is well, it's a little bit. Da- I don't David know Blaine, someone else. <laughs> like, David Blaine actually. Let's say it is. Let's David say it's David Blaine, Blaine. Some David Blaine type who's like, I. This will, is David Blaine. You know. So he comes. God. Moses says, "Listen, don't don't worship his gods, right? This is God testing you. God sent this prophet as a test to make sure." that you love God with all your heart and soul. This is God just sending basically a bear trap for you to jump over. Now, if you catch on to this, this prophet or dreamer, since it's a test from God, right? Since God literally sent this prophet to test you, put him to death for inciting rebellion (laughs) against God. Where are you getting? uh, It doesn't make sense. Yeah. um, So, so, so to sum up, because that was a lot, um, you're gonna say everything I just said again? No, but just like yeah, if a prophet comes, you gotta fucking end him. But I think one of the yeah, interesting things is that it's a prophet or a dreamer that tries to pull you away from God. He's not saying that prophets and dreamers won't come. Just any prophet from Malik has got to be fucking beat to death. You know, it doesn't matter if it's from Malik. It's any if a prophet comes, a it is a test from God. Period. It says that, and B. You're to kill him, even though God sent him to you. <laughs> Which is fun. Um, <laughs> yeah. So God basically possessed a prophet, gives him truthful prophecies to tr- try and trick the Israelites, and then requires that you put him to is death. Is that really what you took from it's, it? I, I, where's the, where's exactly the quote where you say that says. it's from God? 
the oh okay god. yeah i see exactly <laughs> for the lord your god is yeah. testing you to know whether you love your god with all your heart and soul okay yeah, so he it's uh, him to you it's um oh god there was a shakespeare play now i can't remember where he like tries to test his girlfriend by sending like some dude to try to fuck his wife and then when she does fuck him he's like damn it i knew it <laughs> i knew it um, yeah and if she doesn't fuck him he kills her yeah. <laughs> kills the guy for trying to uh, that's the yeah uh, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's cool. Uh, you shall put away. Uh, I I love how it doubles down there. This is just fun. This is just fun. Uh, Thirteen six. If your brother, the son of your mother, your son or your daughter, the wife of your bosom, or your friend who is as your own soul, secretly entices you, saying, "Let us go and serve other gods which you have not known, neither you nor fathers." And he, blah blah blah. Anyone knows that? You shall not consent to him or listen to him, nor shall your eye pity him, nor shall you spare him or conceal him, but you shall surely kill him, and your hand shall be the first against him to put him to death, and afterward the hand of all the people. <laughs> yeah, it says you have to be the first one to throw a fucking rock at them. There's no way around this verse right here. This little section of verses is clear. This is in the final covenant, right? If you are an Israelite. If you're a Jew practicing the faith direct order. that takes your faith seriously and someone in your family decides to follow a different God, decides to go follow, say, Buddha, the Buddha, sure. you are to kill them by throwing rocks at them until they stop breathing. And, and your your buddies are supposed to help. And to anyone listening, if you're Jewish, and let's say you're listening to some kind of, like, I don't know, podcast that's telling you to not worship God or, like, making you question your faith, you have to kill them. <laughs> With rocks. With rocks. You know, you gotta, you gotta be the first in line. That's just, uh, you know, if you read this Bible, it all And honestly. then we take it a step further. So not only if your family members... Or your wife, or that you, or love your, or, or your friend who is as dear to you as your own soul. Yeah, not only are you supposed to kill them. If you hear that another town in Israel or wherever, I guess, fuck any it. town, yeah. Uh, if you if you hear that they're starting to, uh, there's some troublemakers there that are leading the people astray. You go in there and you put every motherfucker in there to the sword. Yeah, everyone who lives in the town doesn't matter. Um. Oh, and the livestock. <laughs> and, and everything about it. Uh, it. It really is It really is fucking metal. Um, yeah, if you hear a town where there's wickedness and people worship another god, uh, you shall surely strike the inhabitants of that city with the edge of your sword, utterly destroying it. You shall gather all its plunder into the middle of the streets and burn all their gold, loot, and the entire city with fire, and it shall be a heap forever. It shall not be built again. It does, in, in the defense of Deuteronomy, it does say, um, first, you must inquire, probe, and investigate it thoroughly. Yeah. So I will say that in the middle here of the Pentateuch, I was not expecting it, but one never expects to find the Spanish Inquisition. So. <laughs> the only problem is the Spanish Inquisition didn't involve nuclear fire, because that's basically what's going on. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, Just uh, What a crazy little chapter. Fun. Can I say fun, that? Fun, fun, fun. You know, um, but uh, yeah, you got to also them. when also burn down the town afterwards and it can never be rebuilt. Leave a big ass pile of ash and bones for the non Chernobyl. Yeah. Yeah. That's topical. Uh, you know, because you have listened to the to voice of the Lord, your God, to keep all his commandments, which I command you today to do what is right in the eyes of the Lord, your God. So this is just doing what's right kill. in the eyes of the Lord, your God. He likes that shit. He loves to kill. Killing your, hey, don't sacrifice your children to God, but if they don't like what you like, definitely kill yeah, them. Yeah, definitely do that. 
That's our. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna call your dad. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but he anyway, uh, Deuteronomy 14. We're gonna end the episode on this one, but it sucks. I just want to like. It's, it's just a recap. There's of, some uh, fun stuff. Okay, give, like give the me the fun it. shit because uh, all right. Well, so the go for it. The first part we've been over, right? We did a whole episode where we pretty much just talked about clean and unclean animals. So it goes. It does another recap here of what you can eat, what you can't eat. It's the same. A little bit of Leviticus. Uh, the only thing I thought was fun was in uh, chapter fourteen, verse eighteen. It says you can't eat uh, a stork, a heron, a hoopoe, or a bat. Just a little tidbit here: the hoopoe. Okay. I think that's how it's pronounced. <laughs> I, is uh, Israel's national bird as of two thousand eight? <laughs> that is a fun little it tidbit. Uh, it was between that and some white spectacled something or other. Well, so, that seems uh, weird. Why would they on. make their national bird an unclean animal? I mean, we don't eat eagles here, so I guess we did the same thing. Yeah. Gotcha. Bazinga. I'm about that. It definitely, first of all, it definitely states here as well, don't eat the eagle. Eagles are fucking gross, right? I mean, they eat dead animals, right? Like way yeah, dead yeah, animals. Yeah. Hoopos though look good. They actually I looked up hoopos. Yeah. They're like a grouse. Like a I would I'm eat it. Look it up too, but I eat a fucking hoopo. <laughs> They're considered like the king of uh the birds in a lot of ancient uh Babylonian. The king of birds? The like, hoopoo? Yeah. Who yeah. hoopoo? That's enough of that though, anyways. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh you can eat uh you can eat winged creatures that are clean. Yeah, they do look kind of tasty. You exactly. Uh, you can eat fishes as long as they got fins and scales. Yeah, we've done all this dumb shit. Uh, if you find something that's already dead, you can give it to foreigners. That's nice. Uh, they can. Here's eat the it. thing: I thought you shall not boil a young goat in its mother's milk, but goat boiled in milk isn't that like a big dish to them? I feel like I've had that. Before. Well, it must be a different. It must be. You got to find a milk. different. <laughs> <laughs> mm. You don't like cum goat? <laughs> it's a delicacy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess it's like you gotta mix and match. I don't know. I feel like okay, cool. It's it's the right thing to it's do. It's just it's just little things like that just milk. jump out to me. Like what the fuck are you talking about? Like yeah, you don't you don't take goat milk and then boil a goat and like isn't that what you guys do all the fucking time? Well, that's a different mother. That's that's what God hates. But it's the same mother. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like I still so I'll go to the store and buy breast milk for my cereal, but I always make sure it's not my <laughs> yeah, mom's. That'd be real weird. Uh, the, the other way is fine. Um, yeah. And then the rest is on tithing. Uh, but it's good. Okay. <laughs> Do you want me to pitch it? Do you want me to pitch why this is good? Give me, okay. give me tithing. So now we get into tithes. We know that tithes are giving a tenth, basically, of what you produce, right, of your income. That's how they do it today in the church even. Now, the way it works here, you don't just give it away anymore. You take a tenth of all your fields produce, and you eat it in the presence of the Lord at his dwelling place. So it's like... It's actually really like cool. God luck. says, well, yeah, God says, get a tenth of your food, bring it with your family. Everyone comes together. You all eat with me. You think about me. You remember me. Oh, that's cute. It's actually pretty legit. Okay. Um, it's not just giving it away to the Levites like we've been used to. But every third year, I guess they do give well, everything are to we, the Levites. Well, are we reading this right? Because it says you shall, sh- you shall truly tithe all the increase of your grain that the field produces year by year. So I, I think it's a separate tithe. I think you tithe your normal amount, and then if you're like, "Whoa, this year we had so much crazy amount," like it's it's more like there's a, um, it's, I think it's like a universal tax bracket that right here it says, "Be sure to set aside a tenth of all that your fields produce each year. Eat the tithe of your grain, new wine, and all." Which oil. which verse? Chapter verse. Twenty two. Twenty two. Okay. Well, I'm using apparently the New King James. 
Uh, and it says, you shall truly tithe all the increase of your grain that the field produces year by year. So I interpret it as, like, if you have excess beyond. Right, whatever. I don't fucking know. I don't know. <laughs> we don't speak ancient Jew language. Right, we have cool. to assume my Bible's right. Uh, and then it says, uh, it's even really cool, because it says if it's too far away for you to take all of your stuff, like, you can't take all the plants and sheep and shit. Yeah. Then instead, sell them, take the silver, go to where God is. And then buy a bunch of wine or whatever fermented shit you want, anything you wish, and then eat it in front of God. So it's like Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's like a... Um, and it says also don't neglect the Levites, which is cute. Uh, and the part we were talking about caring about uh, the less uh, fortunate, it says also uh, at the end, end of every three years, bring all the tithes instead to the... Uh, and all that year's produce of that year's produce and store it in your town so that the Levites can have it. And the foreigners... And the fatherless and the widows. So we're taking care of them. Yeah, right? every third year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's enough. Probably less. I would imagine if everyone yeah. gave 10%, that's enough. It's like, uh, it's almost like a biblical argument for like welfare programs. Uh, almost. I think <laughs> actually rather, like imagine rather if we just, imagine if we just took like, I don't know, some sort of uh, tax and then put it aside to pay for food <laughs> and shelter for strained, you know, like foreigners, orphans and widows but i don't know i are you a goddamn communist we didn't beat your ass in world war ii for you to come around and try and turn my bible into some <laughs> communism bullshit i don't know that's just me obviously that's not what god meant god meant that uh you know you should st- prosperity yeah you should stock that that's money that could go towards a yacht it has nothing to do with fighting just whatever you do, don't let the fucking dirty people into your church. Yeah, in don't let. That's all I'm saying. All I'm saying is, fuck poor people. They should pull them up by their bootstraps. If I hadn't sold their bootstraps, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, man, uh, you're right. What a couple of verse chapters there, huh? Yeah, uh, it's fun time. It's fun time. Uh, that's as Mr. Toad's wild ride. As far as we're gonna get, it is. So we wrapped up. Uh, 10, 10, oh, excuse me, 10 through 14, mm. five chapters of Deuteronomy. We're getting near halfway done with Where, this stupid ass What is book. the end of Deut- Deuteronomy? Uh, probably Moses dying like he fucking should have a long time ago. Uh, I'm seeing. There's 34. 34. 34 right, chapters. Okay. Yeah. Chapter 34 is going to be that motherfucker taking a bullet to the dome. <laughs> like some 4chan incel uh, in Dallas. Yeah, fun. Um, well, all right, great. Any thoughts on that one? I liked that we had 13. 13 kind of kept me awake through this episode. Yeah, I like those <laughs> little tidbits. I like 13. Uh, I think it's it's a lot. I wonder, it really, hmm. I guess my point is is that, what, what did you take from it? Because it's like, yes, there's briefly one little chapter about how we take care of the, uh, the uh, homeless and widows and orphans yeah. and shit. And then there's one entire... I mean, that, I feel... Yeah. I, I see that as um, a necessary bit of pacification for the people to make sure that you don't have revolutionaries, right? You got to keep them just well-fed enough that they won't revolt, just comfortable enough that they don't kill all the Levites and, you know, kill the masters, so to speak. Uh, But at the same time, rule with an iron fist. You know, you got to give them just a little nibble of the carrot so that they don't mind the stick all the way up their I ass. I feel like, in retrospect, having read it and talked it out, I, I really didn't take the same vibe when I was reading it. But as we're talking out, I feel like maybe these chapters especially, 
sort of framed the Israelites in a way I never expected or hadn't been seeing them in the past, as that it's entirely possible that these are, according to these chapters, uh, God's, and I know it mentions it before, but sort of God's judgment across the land. That that yeah. you are moving against a people who are evil and wicked and sacrifice their kids so that you can uh, spread into them and uh, bring communism, you know, <laughs> like, like, okay. oh, yeah. like you guys used to kill your kids and worship the wrong gods. Well, now we're coming in there. We're killing every last one of you. And here's how we take care of strangers and orphans and shit. Like, oh, yeah. Hell like, yeah. Yes. So it's like uh, Canaan is their Vietnam. They're going <laughs> yeah, yeah, in, we're going in, spreading some communism, putting up a fucking McDonald's. There is no America in this situation <laughs> to save them from communism, but you get the idea. Uh, we're putting a McDonald's in. Uh, yeah. So it's. So it's fun, I guess. I don't know. I get. I think I more so. Oddly enough, t- packed into this little bit here, uh, this is the first instances where maybe some morals mixed in with a whole lot of murder, but murder of shitheads. Yeah, but we've seen this. We've seen this come up before to take care of the differently able. <laughs> sure, <laughs> like, sure. it's out there. Uh, it's fun. Uh, yeah, I mean, got it. <sighs> These are morals that I feel like you kind of have to have if you want people to take you seriously, right? You got to at least be like, oh, yeah, and, you know, take care of the people that are widows and what have you. Um, otherwise, it's just like, what kind of a bastard are I you? I wonder why things... Although I still good. get that vibe. No, that's about it. I just wonder why things that's are so different. Uh, what is the significance of all this fucking suffering that they've existed in now compared with, like, I mean, the it, promised land? I think everyone will tell you something different. I think that um, for them, it was just a, a way to lay out all the schematic narratives for their society, for what it became, because they were a big kingdom, right? There was a huge Jewish kingdom that listed, existed for a long time. I mean, why do you think the Romans have the Romulus Remus story? I guess. Like, it, it's just there to lay a fucking foundation. It's a it's a weird mix of maybe some truth. A lot of this, you can see Moses making his own mythology here in these chapters, mm-hmm. right? So it's like, I don't know. It's just what they needed to survive. Because it, it really it really hammered a theme of, yeah, I beat the shit out of you as you were wandering in the desert. I fucking kicked your ass. But you guys were shit and you deserved it. And I'm hoping that it made you a better person so that when you get to the land that's promised where all this fucking water and milk and honey and olives and figs and all this other dumb shit is going to be there, that you can take care of uh, poor kids and shit. I mean, shit. A few a few millennia ago, that sounds like a pretty good deal. <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, seriously, like when you consider the way most rulers treated people, when you consider like how backwards a lot of like pagan religions were. I mean, child sacrifice, whatever it might be, uh, keel hauling people under your boats, you know, in Scandinavia, like it's pretty par for the course, I'd say. Uh, it does seem like. Are we giving? I guess compared. To, I don't know what to think. I think that. Compared to the times that they were in, yeah, this probably does seem like a pretty loving, merciful God that he only kills a couple of them here and there, you know, uh, and yeah. that they are, in a sense, conquerors and destroying other nations and shit like that. But um, I don't know. I just, uh, I, I yeah, I guess if you compare it to like what Marduk was into and, you know, the Assyrians and the Babylonians and all these other wars that were going to be kicking off pretty soon and all the murder and shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's good times, though. Can we at least say that? It's, it's a great time. Forget man. all the people that died along the way. Wait, no. No, that doesn't work. Shit. This is actually really bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, man. It's rough. Right. It's rough, but do you know what? Do you know what we did today? Yeah. We took another chunk out of the Bible. That's yeah. what we did. Uh, guys, if you don't already, follow us on Twitter. We're at Irrevelations. If you want to send us an email, irrevelationspodcast at gmail.com. For some reason, <laughs> uh, we couldn't get just Revelations. Anyways, uh, you got anything for the people? Uh, if you're going to try to place wear an adult diaper guys don't risk don't don't risk peeing yourself does that count as incitement to violence i'm just saying if (laughs) i'm just saying if you're gonna try to commit a (laughs) and you're worried about peeing yourself adult diapers they exist that's what i'm gonna do take the step take this yeah they're not they're not that hard to get a hold of those who those who forget the past are doomed to repeat it so (laughs) jesus fuck All right, good. Thanks. Bye, everybody. See you in jail.